The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time to talk sport. I'm joined by the co-host of OTB AM, Shane Hannan. Good morning, Shane. Morning, Pat. The international break is over, so the Premier League resumes with uh, two cracking matches. Oh, fantastic. <clears throat> I mean, Man City, Liverpool, they often seem to do this after an international break. They, they put a really, really big game as the, as the 12.30. I don't know if it's a ploy. It probably is by the Premier League to, to really kickstart things again. I'm trying to remember, Liverpool were not happy with early starts no, this year. No, they weren't. They haven't been. Uh, I mean, they haven't been happy with a lot of, that has happened <laughs> this year, to be fair to Jurgen Klopp. And he's been quite touchy. I have to say, Jurgen Klopp's personality is almost developed you know a couple of years ago everyone kind of even the neutral fans or fans of opposition teams like ah he's a he's a like likable boss bit touchy in press conferences this year even with with local liverpool mm. journalists and um, so yet yeah, they, they'll be mad keen to get a result there but it's not going to be an easy one they're, they're definitely not out of the top four hunt liverpool we can't rule them out newcastle yeah. spurs and manchester United, of course uh, in the box seat but but you can't rule liverpool out of this running yeah and uh, erling Haaland, uh, a groin injury will he be ready to start it looks touch and go it looks touch and go for erling Haaland at the moment and and, and the thing about man city is like Certain games, maybe Haaland not being in the team can suit them. Mm. This is one of the games where you would imagine you'll need your, your full strength team. Liverpool will be there with, with, with something to to kind of stamp on the game and get those three points. Um, but if Haaland makes it, which which I'm hoping from a, from a neutral point of view that he will. Uh, You'd, you'd imagine it will have a sway on the game. And he then, scored so many goals. On Sunday, we have Newcastle and Manchester United and uh, a rampant McTominay returning. Will he start? I tell you what. Well, his, if you're picking players on form, how could you not pick Scott McTominay? He got two goals uh, during the week. He got two goals last week for Scotland as well. Uh, cracking and two cracking goals against Spain, both with his, his uh, less favourite left foot. Um, he, he of course got he's a figure of ridicule, I think, under Solskjaer and Rangnick. Mm. That, that Mac Fred, McTominay Fred partnership, uh, almost seen as, as part of United's problem that maybe they weren't good enough in those positions it's kind of been backed up by the fact that Casemiro has come in and done a really good job yeah. Sabitzer came in on loan from Bayern as well but if, if McTominay plays as well as that ironically Newcastle are the club most heavily linked with McTominay this summer so we could be playing to, to really stamp his uh, his authority in the game and show Eddie Howe that he's maybe worth a transfer Now we have Allianz uh, League football finals and uh, we will be watching Dublin versus Derry and Galway versus Mayo Indeed and, and we've got the Division 3 final tomorrow is Calvin Fermanagh and uh, Wicklow Sligo before that in Division 4 but the Galway Mayo one is, is fascinating because I mean Mayo heavily beaten in, in the league final last time out to, to Kerry uh, they've had a really good league campaign under Kevin McStay Kevin McStay has really had a, got, got a good because when you see Lee Keegan retiring and Ushin Mullen heading off to Australia you're thinking I mean mm. Mayo might not achieve much this year they've been brilliant and Porrick Joyce Galway haven't won a national uh, league title since 1981 that's the year that the, the space shuttle went up for the first time Pat that's a while ago <laughs> you know so I think they'll be they'll be keen to get a, to get a trophy on the board that's another uh, one of your preoccupations exactly, isn't it? Space. exactly space so I'll always sneak in a little reference here or there but I mean Porrick Joyce he's got Damian Comer back from injury the bionic leg last week uh, in, their, in their most recent game against Kerry that was a really impressive performance albeit a dour enough game uh, but they'll be keen they have the advantage six days Mayo have a turnaround to that yeah. Common game in the championship so so maybe they have to keep one eye on that, but they'll be keen to win a trophy. Uh, Poor choice has the, the relaxation of, of kind of not having a game until a few weeks after this one. So uh, I fancy Galway to do the job, um, but uh, you can never rule out Mayo. It's going to be a cracking game, the, uh, and the Dublin Derry game you mentioned, Pat. I mean, that's for a Division Two final. It's rare that you'd have a Division One and Two final where all four teams are All Ireland contenders, legitimately. Mm, yeah, uh, and Dublin and Derry both have to be considered uh, contenders for the All-Ireland that's going to be a cracker of a game Derry are so tough to beat at the moment probably favourites for the Ulster Championship with a lot of people uh, and Dublin of course Stephen Cluxton Stephen Cluxton back I mean 41 uh, it, the question is do you, do you play him he probably won't start this weekend David O'Hanlon's been doing really well his kick out stats have been fantastic um, but from a Dublin perspective just to have his experience and leadership back in the squad I think is, it can only be seen as a positive thing mm-hmm. now Cluxton will want to start games that's the point 
Now, in terms of expectations for any of those teams, uh, high among their fans, there can be no high expectations for the Irish women against France in Musgrave This is the unfortunate thing, Pat. So they've got this game against France and, and let's be honest, some of these countries, France and England particularly, are ahead of Ireland in their development. Wales, we saw last week, are also ahead of Ireland in development. Um, it was an inexperienced team. 18-year-old Sive McGrath, loosehead prop, making her full debut. Um I mean, we had Anna Capeless, the former Irish international, on the show this morning. She was kind of saying maybe Sive could have been left on the bench last week, experienced the atmosphere, yeah. and brought in this week. She's on the bench this week. The, the Welsh pack most certainly targeted her youth and inexperience, um, and, and, and generally all over the pitch. It was be- better in the second half from Ireland against Wales last weekend. They'll take some heart from that heading into the French game. And as you say, Musgrave Park, there's a lot of tickets being uh, sought after for this game. So you'd imagine a good crowd down there in Cork for this one to back the girls as well. Um, but it's a tough, tough task. Now, France only only scraped past Italy last weekend, which we should say. Um, so that yeah. was a concerning sign for them. But I suppose the women's game in its, is in its infancy everywhere in yes. terms of the international. So the Italians are not probably starting too far off everyone else as they would be in the men's game. Th- that's the thing. And and, and look, we've seen as well, like, um, I think Nicola Friday, the Irish captain, is the most experienced player. She has 20-something caps. But some of these English uh, players have, you know, nigh on 100 caps, 90 caps. So, you know, if, if we have our most experienced player in the 20s, it shows we do have a long way to go. We're going to get there. We have a lot of good sevens players as well, uh, but we're certainly behind. I'm not going to rule Ireland out of being in contention of this game, but to get a result against France, albeit at home, is a difficult mm-hmm. task. Sometimes the French don't travel too well. That's the only thing I will say. Now, the Masters is not too far away, and in the golf, uh, poor Rick Harrington is showing some form. <sighs> Tell you what, we talk about Luxton. Age is only a number, uh, Pat, mm-hmm. we have to say. Um, and and Paul Harrington, a superb uh, opening round of 68 on that uh, uh, Valero Texas Open so he had a clubhouse lead he's, he's a shot off the lead as of right now so Justin Lower the American is on 5 under uh, Matt Kuchar and Potter Carrington and Dafu the South African and Roberto Diaz among the players on 4 under par I mean he just goes from strength to strength he's had a great last 12 months Potter Carrington yeah. um, and and you can't rule him out of contention in some yeah. big tournaments. I mean, he's on uh, the, the seniors uh, tour. He's eligible for it because of his age. And he's had a winning streak on the seniors. So, you know, there's nothing like winning to give you a, a boost to, to your ambition. Exactly. And once you experience that winning, and, and, and a lot of the Irish players will know that heading heading into the, the, the Masters next week. I mean, we all, of course, have hopes for Rory McIlroy across the, yeah. across the Masters in Augusta. Uh, but you, you, they can take inspiration from the likes of Padraig Harrington because he's a... I know he's a figure of leadership among them as well. They'll often go to Podrick, I'm sure, for, for advice. Uh, he's been there, done that, got the two Opens in 07-08. Uh, so to see Podrick Harrington still shooting in the 60s and, and playing well at tournaments, I'd love to see him push on at this Valero Texas Open and maybe be in contention by Sunday. But we'll see. We'll see. Golf is a cruel game. It is. It is. Know. Not easy. Shane Hannan, a co-presenter of OTBAM. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.